0: What's up guys, Mitch from respectorigin.com, here with another episode of the North American Weed Tour Podcast, episode 69. Today we're nearing the end of this 80 episode series, and today I'm joined by Jeff and Gloria of Invincible. How are you guys doing today? Good,
1: how are you? Doing great. Thank you.
0: Awesome, man. Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm uh, Like I was just telling you right before we started, getting back to Seattle, getting worn into this weather after being in Palm Springs for Hall of Flowers last week. I'm uh, missing the desert weather. Um, they were complaining a little bit about the rain while I was down there, which clearly is, you know, brought Seattle with me, but I'm, you know, no more <laughs> shorts, the shorts are gone. Um, but we start out all of these episodes, usually talking about people's history around the plant, the plant being cannabis or the industry. So I'd just like to ask you guys kind of your, you know, your history, you can share whatever you're, you're comfortable being vulnerable with, whether it's professional or personal, but your just experience, uh, and, and origin around the, this cannabis plant.
2: All right. Well, first we want to say thank you so much for having us. Um, we're really excited to be here. Um, we are Jeff and Gloria Hochul, um, husband and wife duo of a small business called Invincible. Um, Jeff is the inventor and CEO of Invincible, and I am sort of the creative. I focus on marketing and content creation. Um, we also have a partner, Matt. Um, he is a longtime friend of ours and has he oversees the website and other operational components of the business, um, but I've been smoking for nearly a decade, and
1: uh, uh, my experience—I uh, smoked a little bit in high school, uh, but then I took a very long break uh, <laughs> until I met my lovely wife, and uh, she reintroduced it to me. And So now I do it on a you know recreational uh, uh, cause to uh, you know unwind. Yes, unwind. There you go. De-stress. <laughs> I use it a little
2: bit more medicinally. Um, but yeah, it's uh, we love cannabis. I love cannabis. Uh, we smoke it. We eat it. Anything that you can do with cannabis, we do.
0: <laughs> I-, I love that. So you guys are unique. I think you guys are actually the first husband-wife duo, I think, that we've interviewed. I know there's been... Married couples that run companies, but I think I don't think we've had both spouses on here. So, how before we get into too much, how is it working together? Just because I'm I'm married myself, so how is it working together? uh, You know, being a couple is that is that something you guys find as a challenge? Is it very fulfilling, or or what's that component look like?
2: I think it's super fun. Um, He's you know he's an engineer by trade, so it's definitely interesting working with someone who's so logical and methodical. um, And I'm sort of like very creative. So it's a, it's a good blend. I think
1: it's really nice to be able to, as you're working on concepts or, uh, whether it be marketing concepts, or engineering concepts to have somebody there, you can just bounce ideas off of, and they know right what you're talking about. Uh, cause you know, they're right in there in the, in the thick of it with you. So I find it to be incredibly advantageous.
0: I I bet. Like you said, like you said, Gloria, you guys both kind of have different sides of the the brain and you guys are obviously both clearly tied to the success of this. I don't think there's a there's any need to worry about someone's, you know, lack of uh, inspiration to keep hustling, man. So, um, Jeff, when so is the creator of this product? What what was kind of the inspiration beside behind starting, you know, the flagship invincible product?
1: Well, um, as Gloria mentioned, she'd uh, uh, been smoking weed for about a decade and uh, she'd been breaking bowls left and right. Uh, we had gone, there was a one month where I think three glass bowls got broken and uh, I was just, I was thought to myself, why is there no uh, good option out there that doesn't break instantly that prevents ash from going into the product? And so I had the idea to uh, to create something that satisfied all of these uh things that we didn't like about traditional glass bowls and we created the first prototype invincible uh just made it you know doing with the machine shop had it made got all the parts together and it worked so well that um uh we decided to expand it on expand on it not just have it be some product that uh her and i used internally but like to see how we could grow this into a full-fledged product and uh after we got the pricing and stuff like that uh, set forth and saw that it could really go forward, it was a kind of a no-brainer to, uh, to push it out there and uh, see what happened.
0: What was that timeline like from kind of that initial concept to having like a, a final, you know, something that you're like, all right, we're going to replicate this in scale?
1: Um, we started, the first prototype was made in uh, April of 2019, and we began selling uh, to the public in December of 2019. So for eight months, seven months to, okay. uh, to get it out to market. Um,
2: I did rigorous R&D. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, she did. Yes, she did. Her and her yeah. friends. In fact, one of the, one of the things, one of the additions we have them from, from our product is uh, uh, her and a friend uh, were smoking. And then we initially, we didn't have the thermal grip guard on the Invincible and they were saying that, Oh, we noticed, um, um, that it could potentially uh, get super hot if someone were to blow it with a blow torch or whatever. So we added this additional feature just from uh, R&D that she was able to uh, uh, provide for us
0: you got to you got to use it to know. it. so I do have one question, you know, the claim is you can drop this up to 10 feet. Have you got, who was the one that, 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 uh, you know, R&D that aspect, you guys throwing it up? At, throwing
1: it
2: <laughs> <in>? <laughs> oh, wait, we've taken sledgehammers to it. We've had a couple of our customers run it over with like garbage trucks. Like this thing is not going to bust. Um, it's, it's their last. Um, and I can attest to that <laughs> <Yeah>. personally. <laughs>
0: No, absolutely. And so, you know, it, you know, from my understanding, it's made out of aluminum and stainless steel. So kind of what, what went into the thought process of choosing the right materials for this?
1: Um, well, as far as the stainless steel goes, that was um, that was always the plan for the the screens because we need something that would be durable to flame. And it's also, um, you know, uh, stainless steel screens have been on the market uh, for long enough that we are sure that they're, you um, Uh, sturdy for the processes that we're uh, undertaking but the uh, actual development of our screens the um, the mesh that we develop on our screens is something that uh, blows like traditionally woven screens we wanted to do something different because those traditionally woven screens will clog in like five or ten uses totally clogged but um, uh, these these stamp screens that we have uh, you'll get you'll get bowl after bowl 20 plus bowls with still good clean smoking happening from it. So the stainless steel was definitely a driving factor in that one.
2: And also what you find at your local head shops are typically brass screens, Mm. um, which if you've ever used them, you know that they burn to a crisp within two uses max. You got to jam them into place with your pinky using resin, which is gross. Um, But the cool flat bottom design on this, just quick churn and your screen pops out. I mean, it's just completely idiot proof, which I love um, because I don't want to sit there and fiddle around when I'm trying to smoke. You know, it's, it's takes the complication out of uh, smoking weed and consuming your product. Um, It doesn't leak through, which is really great. Um, There's no product loss. So you're saving money on that as well. We actually had a consumer who had been using his screen for eight months. Mm -hmm. He would just scrape it off, pop it in, which I don't recommend because, you know, we're trying to run a business here. We want you to <laughs> <laughs> buy our screens, but it's, it's uh, you know, it really speaks to the fact that they're super sustainable and they're unlike anything you've ever seen before.
0: That's awesome. I was going to ask what, what, what's the, what's the usual kind of uh, shelf life for these screens?
2: Um, I always recommend when you're ready to clean your bowl and your bong, that's when you swap it out. Um, but you can always brush them out, use some alcohol and, uh, salt. Um, you know, put in a little Ziploc, uh, shake it up, and you're good to go. Rinse them off, of course. Um, but, you know, swapping them out is probably the best way uh, that you're going to continue having the optimal performance.
0: And then with with that, with cleaning the actual bowl itself, use a- alcohol and salt. Is that the, also the preferred yeah. cleaning yeah. Uh,
2: utensils um, so method? It's got anodized aluminum on it, um, and anytime you're cleaning aluminum, you want to stick to... Um, 70 plus alcohol, um, just because a lot of the cleaners out there have acetate in it and that'll usually strip the uh, coating, which you obviously don't want to do. Plus, you just don't want to be inhaling stuff like that. And alcohol is tried and true.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's a very safe, uh, (laughs) safe method to, to do the cleaning.
0: Yeah, and that's, you know, that's with since COVID happened, it's been tough for me to find my 95%, 90% you know, they're diluting everything, man, to stretch this product. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was one of the questions I had for you guys, because it sounds like, you know, you launched this in 2019. So you guys are, you know, relatively only have, you know, experience around the pandemic. But what kind of challenges pose the the supply chain and just getting started, you know, centered around COVID and kind of the craziness in this last year and a half?
1: um well supply chain issues have been uh increasing in uh, uh for us as far as uh getting stuff in from overseas and just it's been a, an absolute nightmare we've been delayed months with our our our, our products because of covid related delays and even material costs have risen you know over the past year which has been a major problem for us um but early on we didn't there weren't i didn't find that there was that many uh covet related yeah. uh problems other than the fact that we couldn't um attend trade shows mm-hmm. it was very hard to go into smoke shops and and uh talk with people and and uh, get pitches there because lots of places are closed and we were in los angeles at the time and they they really closed down over there
2: <laughs> yeah launching at the start of a pandemic has no doubt been a difficult feat but we found that the product's truly revolutionary. Um, It's a real game changer and we've encountered people from all walks of life um, who finally have found something that works for them. Um, And that's really an invigorating feeling. Um, It only motivates us to continue and try to grow our business and use our own experiences and frustrations with (laughs) subpar accessories um, to help us anticipate people's needs. And and that's now ingrained in not just us, but in our brand. so it's been kind of a blessing.
0: Yeah, yeah. There, there, I think a lot of people, a lot of people I've spoke to have definitely. There's been some pros and some cons, and, and some blessings in disguise over this last, you know, I mean no, year and a half, almost, <laughs> almost two years at this point. You know, time, time is really going there. So, you know, tr- traditionally, when it comes to you know glassware or, or you know smoking out of glass you know, the term, I don't even know where it came from. But, you know, I remember glass on glass. You guys are obviously breaking that stigma and showing that there's other materials that can be used here. What what kind do you do you know where this term glass on glass came from? And then also is the materials you guys use like I don't know why people claim glass on glass, but it doesn't you know, I I doubt it does. But does it affect taste or anything like that in any way? We
1: we have had no uh, noticeable uh, uh, taste additions but due to our products. In fact, we've done, um, you know, scientific calculations on the fact that uh, if you were to be uh, exposing yourself to aluminum with the smoking of our product, then over the course of not a, not a long period of time, over the course of a short period of time, you would notice actual degradation in the volume and the size of the product, which we do not have in our um, in our invincibles. So you will actually not get any uh, metal byproducts in your your smoke
2: and the hard anodized coating actually helps with that too. And if you want to read more about it, um, you can go on our website. There's an FAQ. Um, all of our sources are listed. Um, it's obviously a a big thing to take on. You know, um, the myth has been out there for a long time that consuming any sort of aluminum product is going to inherently damage your health. Um, but that's just been proven time and time again not to be true. Um, and the best place that I can point you to are the resources and the studies that have been done um, that haven't been done by us, but by respect respectable um, sources uh, that are trustworthy.
0: Yeah. And that's, you know, this the, the common, like you said, the the inspiration behind you guys' product, the common issue with glass. Um, you know, or, or a couple of them that you guys sought to provide solutions to some of these previous challenges is is breaking. And and with the bowl, the bowl piece I know is probably the most common. And the second most common is the downstem. And you guys have the invincible. Is that that's that's relatively new, correct? That that product offering? Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah. The invincible just kind of came naturally after the bowl. Um It just made sense to try to figure out a way to accommodate multiple sizes, um, which I didn't think was possible, honestly. Um, (laughs) But I have one here, uh, and it goes from three inches to just under six with a simple slide. Um, But it also has a cap that unscrews and reveals a second screen. So we've really taken this secure screen system to heart, Um, (laughs) mostly because I don't want to be inhaling um, stuff that. I should be smoking, you know. I want to make sure make sure that I'm maintaining as much product in my bowl uh, at all times and maximizing my high.
1: And you see it. You, you see. I'll piggyback on that. You see, if uh, you're uh, ripping it through a glass bowl and your uh, water is filling up with all this black, ashy stuff, you see it as you smoke. It grows up uh, up the sides of the bong and it fills up. It's because it's bubbling up as you're sucking. It's it's percolating this ash into the air and. If it's going up six inches, eight inches on your bong, then there's certainly a certain amount that's going up into your up into your mouth and into your lungs. And so we always, if you smoke with our product, you're going to have nice, mellow, yellow water. Uh, no ash is going to be um, uh, disturbing you smoker
0: <laughs> that's, that's, that's a great point Jeff I never thought of it like that but that's definitely a great analogy if you see it moving up the bong it's likely coming up and if anyone has put their mouth around a dirty bong or taken a pole there's <laughs> definitely definitely taste the ashtray taste infiltrates you know all around your mouth um, we've
2: done some studies uh, I was of course doing &;D <laughs> and um, decided to take 20 rips out of uh, a bong with just the bowl a bong with the bowl and the pole. And then a bong with just glass and i'm telling you when we got to bowl number 18 on just the glass on glass i couldn't even i was like oh my god i was recovering for months after that i was like oh my god my lungs are just how do people do this this is this is terrible
0: yeah i I loved when i saw that the diagram on the site the second i saw the second screen was one of the things of that that product that really stuck out to me um Because again, I I hate, you know, I'm sure that lengthens the time it takes to clean it or makes it easier, right, where you just change the water and you don't have to clean every aspect of your bong, especially when it's, covered in you know i don't know what do they call it there's some reviewer out there he calls them passengers or drifter (laughs) i don't know something that you know that makes it makes its way through an an unintended passenger if you will Um, so i thought that was a very unique thing to to continually add that screen on top of the other reasons why you invented the product but to continually add that there because that just helps make it a little bit better of an experience for the animal. yeah
2: that second screen hardly gets dirty um it's the first line of defense the bowl that really um catches all the stuff and then that second line stays pretty clean um mm-hmm. with a simple swap of water you're good to go
1: yeah
0: yeah and I, and I mean and I, and I like that you guys went to the downstem because that's where I know most people traditionally or historically break bowl pieces I seem to break down stems I don't know because a you know, long piece of just glass that's so fragile and thin, I, don't, I cannot be trusted. My <laughs> shaky hands cannot be trusted. Um, I've broken many of down stems just on the bottom, and then kept using them. You know, even though there's no, mm-hmm. it's not put together correctly. Um, so, no, I, I thought that I thought that was super unique. Um, what 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 is kind of the the next progression for you guys, and, and what, what's what's on next with with product development?
1: Um, well, as uh, Gloria mentioned at the top, we uh, will be launching our upgraded version of our products called the Infinity Series. The new Invincible features uh, pressure lock, uh, <clears throat> pressure lock and release taper joints. This uh, the pressure responsive design secures your downstem in the bong, that then easily releases with a simple anti-click, anti-jamming operation, and this prevents your downstem from wedging in the bong. I don't know if you've ever had something happened where the glass downstem gets stuck in the bong and you either have to break the bong or destroy the downstem to get it out. Um, and sometimes you can't even do it, even if you freeze it or you heat it up and it's just a uh, cacophony of problems. So with our new uh, double anti-lock uh, pressure, <coughs> pressure lock release uh, design, we're able to avoid that because we have only two points of contact on this uh, design. So we can make sure that you're Contacting with a single ring and with a single uh, uh, par- uh, sorry perpendicular motion, you can break that little release very simply, and then you can remove the down stem. Uh, but the, it also has the uh, internal joints, which provide superior holding plus easy bowl removal, uh, so the bowl can fit in there, and you get uh, you don't get that resin that uh, mm-hmm. not resin that. Uh, wax stuff that built up on the side, it's resin. resin that built up on gunky. the side of the bowl, you know, it's all slippery and, and gunky. You don't get that because we're, again, we're sealing on a single ring surface. So you pr- keep all that stuff below the bowl. So you get a nice, easy slide. And just- um,
2: twist and pull yep. and that's it like it's so easy you'll never have it get jammed again um and also my favorite feature on the downstem stem is we have a hex head now so that means when you put it down it's not going to roll around at all it's just going to stay put uh-huh. um which has been awesome for me because inevitably even though it's made of aluminum and I can't break it it still falls and I'm like oh no it's gonna <laughs> I, I just I, I'm still paranoid about it falling um even after all these years but Now we have the hex head and if you want to take pictures of it you can have it steady um so just another cool feature that i really enjoy
0: no that's that's great i mean that's like simple right just change altering the shape from the circle slightly so it fits flat because again i was saying i have an issue with down stems and i'm pretty (laughs) sure a few of them have broke by that just that sending it on my thing reaching over to grab the alcohol and then i hear it out of my (laughs) right ear or something yeah right off the desk on its own yeah um, that was, that
1: was the, yeah, that was the inspiration behind it. Cause when you're cleaning it, you set it down in the bottom of the sink and then it just rolls into the bottom <laughs> and it's glass and it snaps yeah. and you're like, ah, good.
0: Absolutely. And then <laughs> that's another, you know, another issue I noticed from glass on glass too, like you said, my bowl piece and my stem, you know, sometimes they, you know, and you're in the middle of the head and you're just like, I'll just pull the whole stem out to yep. clear it. And I can't, <laughs> I, I can't. Understand.
2: And then you get that big hit and you're like, oh, that is not what I wanted. i yeah,
0: well, <laughs> not, not ready for it, you know, not ready for it at all. Uh, um, so what's, what's kind of the, the motivation to, I mean, clearly you guys are consumers and, and clearly, you know, Gloria, it sounds like a lot of personal, uh, R and D is really fueling a lot of this stuff, but what is the, what, what is the, the kind of a continued inspiration to disrupt and add value and change the glass industry or the glass marketplace? Because, you know, seemingly from the outside, there's been a couple new products here and there, but glass has seemingly been the same you know, for, for, for quite a while. So you you guys really looking to just bring fresh innovation to this space or what, what kind of fuels the continued desire to improve?
2: I think it's just our want and need to bring something better to the market. You know, cannabis is still a pretty new frontier. Um, and we're just hoping to be able to expand and change and, uh, take the lead and the charge and superior smoking accessories. Um, we plan on continuing to focus on researching and designing and helping to bring products that rejuvenate the cannabis space, um, in a more sustainable fashion. And, you know, I think this is the way to do it. You can, you can purchase one bundle and have that last a lifetime. Um, and we guarantee that by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) so I think, uh, just a sustainable, uh, fashion of smoking is what we're trying to trying to accomplish.
0: And And on that lifetime guarantee, how long have uh, you been using a singular product or had consumers reach back out? I know you said someone was using a screen for eight months, but what's kind of the the length thus far that someone has used a single bowl?
2: Um we've had someone who's purchased from the beginning and is still using mm-hmm. their, so that's like two years now, yeah right? now, yeah so. Two years is uh, the longest uh, they've gone, our consumers, Um, but I've had it for a little bit over that time, Mm -hmm. um, and it still works great. Uh, It's really important to us to provide a product that um, is not just something that's cool and looks awesome. Um, We want something that genuinely is going to disrupt the game, Um, and I think Jeff has done that.
1: Functionality is is key for me, making something that, that's actually an improvement, because you can just, you could take a glass bowl and just make the same thing out of aluminum, but that would just be the same thing out of aluminum, which um, has been done before. Uh, but our product, you know, adds on to that. It takes it. Got, we got, we're going to protect your water. We're going to keep your uh, thermal load down. We're going to do all these improvements, and we want to make sure that we, Anything that we create uh, does that; as services to the the community in multiple ways, not just a one improvement thing.
0: I love that. And so, how, how do you guys stay in touch with you know some of these consumers? You know, you said you had someone that purchased something from the start. What do you guys do? They reach out to you? Do you guys kind of touch base, or or do people you know do you get the fan love, or, or how do you how do you stay in communication with with customers?
2: Um, a couple of different channels. Uh, we love being able to showcase our products and their benefits on social media um, and one of our favorite things about the age of social media is that we have a direct connection with our audience um, instagram is a great way for our consumers to not just interact with us and our brand but also ask questions um, and get answers pretty instantly um, i'm on instagram all the time so I'm, I'm there to um to get um your questions answered um, which is an incredible feeling you know other um followers go to social media to to because they know it's a quick and easy um way to give suggestions as well which has been really interesting and another feedback um, but yeah, we love creating original content and engaging with people and that's kind of in the primary way, but we also have emails that we get, um, you know, you'll mostly be dealing with Matt if you do an email, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's the one who controls that, but he sends over stuff to us and we, you know, have weekly meetings and we'll just kind of gather and make sure we're on the same page, but, with stuff. Um, so that's kind of the main way I would say. Yeah.
1: Yep.
0: And what have you guys had any customer feedback that has had a kind of an influence on on some additions or changes for the future? Um, Well,
1: actually, we've we've had a lot of customer feedback recently. Well, actually, since the beginning of launch of our product that we would like an 18 millimeter bowl. And we are currently in the uh, intermediate steps of being able to uh, roll that out. So we will see that coming out in 2020, early 2022. And uh, that is a direct uh, result of uh, customer outreach. Yeah.
0: That's I mean that's awesome. And that that so you know to to what Gloria said, this you know social media has given us such an instant in like. Comfortability, right? Like I don't know, a lot of people are pretty comfortable going to Instagram or Twitter or whatever and just communicating with a uh, you know any brand of any size in this day and age, yeah. as opposed to you know sending a more formal email or you know, god forbid making a call and sitting on <laughs> hold <laughs> in 2021. Um, What's it's, a call? It's, <laughs> it's, it's interesting to have that that quick and easy communication with people and so um, it's great, you know, for people out there, if, if you want to reach out, you know, whether it's these guys or someone else reach out, you never know, you may have an impact on, on, on a product or a business you guys, you know, in, enjoy. Um, and then, you know, another question I had is obviously like we mentioned, you know, the pandemic slowed down a few different things. It obviously bolstered e-commerce kind of across the board. Did you guys see, obviously you didn't get too much sample size. It sounds like before, you know, pre pandemic, but have you guys seen an increase in e-commerce and is your business more tied to direct to consumer through, through your own channels, or is it tied to wholesale?
1: Um, we actually sell, uh, as far as percentage wise, I don't have the exact breakdown, uh, readily available, but we sell a, a very good amount through our e-commerce through our direct website. And, um, probably even a little bit more in the wholesale, um, region. I think that the fact that we, were able to bring this product forward in a time where e-commerce is overtaking, or you know, is, is coming up as a real, real big buying method for most people. It was hugely advantageous that it also happened to coincide with the pandemic, because people were familiar with how to shop online and forced to shop online. So we were actually really uh, grateful that the, or not grateful. <laughs> I don't want to say grateful that the pandemic happened, but we had It was an, an, an advantage for us for sure.
2: And we do have um, retailers across the U.S. and Canada and South America and we'll soon be adding stores in Australia. So for people who want to do the brick-and-mortar shopping and they want to feel their product before they purchase it, um, they're definitely able to do that. If you want to find stores that we're located in, you can find that on our website. You go to contact us, find us in stores, just type in your zip code, um, and a bunch of stores near your area will pop up. So that's also um, a really cool way to kind of see it there. You can go look at the mm. the product and yep. then if you want to still buy direct from us, which we always recommend, um, <laughs> you can do that. But you're always welcome to shop at, at your local head shop, which is really cool.
0: And, you know, also it's it's worth stating, this is a conversation we've had on this podcast a lot of times, when it comes to the cannabis space and while you guys aren't plant touching, you know, you're definitely ancillary or cannabis adjacent. Um, you know, there's a lot of red tape and, you um, you know i don't know what to call it uh when in the social media realm you know the internet it's it's very difficult i guess to maneuver these waters when you're can you know smoking or smoking adjacent um have you guys experienced any issues around instagram and content or, or some of the marketing challenges of getting the word out there while remaining tied to you know this plant that obviously creates issues in that realm
2: Yeah, there have definitely been challenges. Um, we've been taken down once or twice and, uh, we were just dinged for using a a hashtag. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just really interesting, you know, you have to be really careful what you're doing. Um, and even though it's such a helpful medicinal plant, um, it's still for some reason not, (laughs) uh, legalized, uh, federally. Um, and then there are other challenges too, like, um, Credit card transactions, for instance. Yeah, we have to get um,
1: special uh, uh, merchant accounts from you know secondary banks rather than dealing with Chase. You can't go through Chase for these types of things because they're not FDIC. They don't want to step on their FDIC insuring policy by dealing with uh, a controlled
2: substance, <laughs> which is crazy
1: because our products are could be used for uh, you know jasmine flower. They're they're not necessarily for cannabis, but uh, regulations. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's that's interesting. That's a great you know, that's a great point, right? You could CBD flower, tobacco. I mean, whatever someone so chooses. You know, myself personally, I'm smoking cannabis, (laughs) other stuff. But uh, you know, it's it's absolutely right, and it's 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 been it's weird. I'll always remember. You know, I was a kid, but I remember when Tommy, when Tommy Chong got arrested for selling, what what, did he call He called it when a time when everyone was calling water pipes, he called them like water bongs on his website. And Uh, that's why he got popped or something. I don't
1: know.
0: I I remember that on the news when I was a kid. I probably wasn't even smoking then, but I remember. I remember watching that. So, you know, another thing that I've noticed that, you know, I I saw you guys did a promotion through Breast Cancer Awareness Month where you gave a a percentage of proceeds back. Um, What are some of the ways in in campaign or what are some of the ways you guys have have chose to give back and and some of the ways you guys have integrated, you know, charity work or nonprofit work within campaigns?
2: Yeah, um, we always try to integrate some sort of uh, charity into our um, monthly uh, revenue, mm-hmm. um, this month it's climate works, uh, more sustainable future for all of us. Um, we've done prostate cancer in the past, breast cancer awareness, um, spinal cord injury month. Um, anything that we can do to really give back is really important to us. Um, we don't want to just, we, we want to have purpose, you know, we want to purposefully do things. Um, and that's been a really great Avenue, um, to be able to, uh, dedicate a portion of our sales on our website, to these causes, causes is uh, really amazing, and to host giveaways with uh, with partners that we collaborate with is also another way that we um, try to instill that. Um, I think it's really important to us.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And how do you guys choose part partners for that?
2: Um, so right now we're actually doing a giveaway with uh, Alien Flower Monkey. Um, they've graciously donated a beautiful bong. Um, and so we're doing that collaboration for the holidays. Um, so that's just been sort of a holiday giveaway uh, this month. Um, but we, uh, I think sometimes it's based on the month. You know, what's, you know, what's the, uh, what's that month dedicated to? So mm-hmm. Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Sometimes it's just a cause that's close to our hearts. Um, for instance, Climate Works is really close to it our hearts. um, We wanted. to We did
1: normal for a little while too. We did normal for a really long uh, time. To the cannabis advocacy uh, Mm -hmm. group.
2: Yeah. um, So yeah, I think we just try to find things that are important to us and try to integrate that. And I think people really appreciate um, that they feel like they're a part of something with us, you know? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. They said, I can't remember, there's some study where they said like, they, I don't know what they call it, like the conscious consumer, right? Like people are, consumers are really starting to care where their dollars go. And that can be who receives their, you know, who profits from that dollar or what what those dollars go to do. And it's awesome to always see people that choose to give back. And then, you know, I like your guys' model of kind of diversifying it to, to, to provide different, causes, not only with my financial contribution, but also, you know, platform, because that's Mm -hmm. a big thing, like bringing awareness. I'm sure you guys are pumping that through your newsletter um, and then your social media. So it's also, you know, it's beyond just the financial contribution. It's bringing just whether it's awareness to a to a specific organization or awareness to a specific cause. So um, that's really awesome to hear that you guys are doing that. Thank you. Yeah. what is, you know, to, to take it back a little bit at the start of this journey, what what are some of the things that you wish you guys knew at the start of the journey that you might know now?
1: Oh, um, poof. Uh, I would, production, uh, honestly, <laughs> we're, we're, uh, if we knew how complicated it was to, uh, work with, Uh, foreign producers and stuff like that, and getting all that, uh, that funnel built up to get the product to ourselves, uh, to to truly understand all the intricacies there, um, we might have navigated slightly different in the way that we uh, first put forth um, our product.
2: Yeah, I think streamlining uh, vendors has been a very interesting and delicate dance. Um, But, you know, you learn and moving forward, you just hope to do better. Um, and that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's uh, I'm, I'm sure. And then again, you know, with the travel restrictions and everything, supply chain. I'm sure that's uh, definitely kind of uh, increased the the potential tension around that that whole process.
1: Yes. <laughs> um,
0: and then for for R and D for the for you know the next set of products and stuff. How many? How many prototypes are do you go through and, and what when do you know like this product is ready?
1: Well we go th- uh, the bowl went through four or five prototypes and the uh, the downstem uh, also went through several uh, to get it to a point where uh, we were happy with it honestly that's that's kind of the litmus test does it does it solve all the problems that we think it should solve? Does it do so in a uh, financially viable way, and um, and uh, what 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 is it? Does it look right when it's done? You know the 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 the, the look of the product has to be
2: and also quality. ease of use, right? You don't want to have all these uh, different moving parts. Um, you want it to be a very easy product. Um, My big thing is, I I need it to be idiot proof. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not the kind of person that's going to sit there and fiddle around with something. If it's not super quick for me to understand how it's used, I'm probably not going to use it. Um, So that's kind of my threshold where um, he'll come up with an idea and I'll really put it to the test and I'll be like, you know what, it would be great if it was, you know, if we made this adjustment. Um, And he goes back to the drawing board, you know, redesigns it. um, And we just kind of go from there. But I think this new series that we've come out with has been. The best yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it solves literally all of the problems um, that not just I have, but other people that have reached out. Um, so I think this is gonna be a really awesome launch.
1: Yes, very very excited
0: for it. Hell yeah! And 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 to that to that to that point on being idiot proof, you know, I was I was doing a I was reviewing like a a vaporizer or something. It this was like a month or two ago, and it was it only took me like. You know, about sixty seconds to learn how to use it. But for a brief second, I was like, "God, this is like way too, way too much information." (laughs) But then then it dawned on me, like, if I was using a pipe, just your standard pipe for the first time with just the side carb, and like, I didn't have any instructions, I probably wouldn't know like how to use the car. You know, any smoking device is going to have some sort of like, "Let me show you how to use this properly." What's kind of the you know the the learning curve, or what's that that idiot proof? Do you feel like? someone should be able to pick this up and be told it and be able to use it or read something like what do you like? Someone needs to understand this in a set at the time frame or what what do you kind of quantify that as?
2: Um, Well, luckily for us, our setup is really easy to use. Um, (laughs) There are like four steps to it. So a quarter turn of the handle sleeve comes out, screen pops out. Um, That's super easy. You can turn your bowl over when you're done smoking, tap out your ash. You're not going to break your bowl. Screen's not going to pop out Um, the pole just slide to adjust to fit your downstem if you want an extra clean um undo that you have a screen inside of it um and that's just kind of it it's a quick 15 second elevator pitch um there's not really much else that goes into it other than you know make sure you're cleaning it with alcohol and salt um, but yeah when we
1: do and we, we want to make it sure that everyone uh knows a product how it works knows how easy it is to work our product mm-hmm. so on the back of all our packaging we have those steps as she described them um, where we have the disassembly, reassembly, and the different features of the product, both on the downstem or both on the bowl and the downstem to how it, how it functions.
2: And we make sure to express that you should only be using, uh, alcohol and salt, uh, because we don't want people to run into that problem where their device strips, um, and, you know, they are exposed to these weird acetates that are in some of the cleaning, uh, cleaning solutions out there. Yep.
0: No, no, that's awesome that it's right there on the packaging. And I also, like I said, doing a little research for this. I saw, you know, information on the website. Again, I was reviewing another uh, product is probably a vaporizer, but I remember I had to watch like two fucking YouTube videos to <laughs> figure out how to do it properly. And it was, it was, once I got it down, I was like, oh, this is fine. But I was just like, If I was just like, you know, open this up away from Wi-Fi, I would have been like, shit out
2: of luck. Like, I have no idea what's going (laughs) on. Yeah, you get everything that you need right on the packaging. You don't have to follow us on socials or find a YouTube video. Um, It's all kind of there laid out. And that was something that I was adamant about because uh, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. You know, you get something you're like, okay, what are the intricacies of using this? Mm -hmm. Um, But you kind of get everything you need right on the package.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, not the uh, You know, I guess IKEA does a decent job, but I've ordered <laughs> a lot of furniture where it's like you know forty-five pieces, and it's like a three-step installation <laughs> guide. You're like, dude, there's a hundred steps for each one of these steps, man. How am I? Gonna be able to <laughs> um, awesome. So I know, obviously, you guys said you have you know you know some new products launching here in 2022. Do you guys have plans to get out on the road and get a part of some trade shows and conferences now that you know, the world is starting to, to open up a little bit more.
1: Absolutely. We are, we're excited to be, um, attending champs, uh, coming in February, um, and then we're going to ride that wave. And there's a few other ones, uh, coming up this year that we're also excited to be a part of, give us an opportunity to deal with, uh, vendors on a, you know, cause it's great to talk with people and show them the product and just get that quick get that immediate feedback on sure. their excitement of the of our product, so it's really, uh, really looking forward to that.
2: Yeah.
0: And then, will this be your guys's first kind of set of, of trade shows and getting out there? Or have you guys done something in the past?
2: We've done a few in the past. Um, we most recently did the HQ event in Las Vegas, which was awesome. Um, there were a ton of vendors there, a ton of people that we interact with on socials. Um, so it's really great, not just to meet with distributors and retailers, but also our peers who are also in the same space. Um, it's always really nice to develop those relationships and see what we can do together um, to, to push both of our products.
1: We actually, it's funny that you mentioned that because we did. Uh, we met the guys over at Toker Poker while we were at the last trade show. And we have since uh, collaborated with them and they've provided us with invincible uh, uh, labeled toker pokers. Yeah. So now we, we can have more products on our site that will help you uh, in your smoking, everyday smoking experience with yeah. your toker I, pokers. I love cleaners, the toker poker. So it's just,
2: you know, the, the products that we love, we want to collaborate with those people. Mm. I mean, I think the toker poker is an essential to have in your kit um it's again one of those idiot proof products where you're like wow i can't believe it took so long for this to, to mm-hmm. for someone to come up with this mm-hmm. um, but we've also added hempwick, which we love mm-hmm. um and uh i think we're just gonna we're we, we're looking for a couple more opportunities this year um and we have some things in the pipeline um so hopefully uh we'll be able to launch those without a hitch
0: yeah that, that's that's great I, you know i honestly didn't even think of that for you guys or even that second of the ancillary side of the business right of or accessory side of the business is a potential collabs and getting getting in person with like-minded people, right? That's where it's uh, I don't know, it's easy to have those conversations that are a little bit different, you know, from social media or emails or even traditional calls, you know, you can just kind of throw something out there engage the water and potentially, you know, over over at the trade show floor or even a dinner or something, you can kind of kick up some collabs and that's something that's really popular on is starting to be popular on the cannabis, like the plant touching side of this to see these, these collabs between different products and stuff. But that's awesome that you guys are getting in getting onto that side. And for a lot of that, are you guys looking to create products that you can do as kind of limited exclusive drops or kind of looking for stuff that can be mainstay staple collab products that, that sit on the side, or a little bit of both?
1: Well, I mean, I don't want to rule anything out, but we like, we like more mainstay products. Uh, you know, we don't want to just do the flavor of the month. Uh, uh, unless it's an awesome flavor, I mean, of course we don't do that. But uh, but generally we want to do stuff that's you know like I say that's innovative, that's pushes the pushes the goalposts down the field. Yeah, and the, uh, that's
2: one of my least favorite things. You know when you see something come out and you're like, ah, oh, I missed out on that. That seems like such a great thing that I would have really benefited from, and and you you missed your window of opportunity. Um, that's definitely not something that I'm too keen on. Um, but again, we don't want to rule anything out if something amazing comes up and it's a limited time offer, we might just take it.
0: Yeah, well, it sounds, I mean, it sounds as, as a brand guy, positioning guy, it sounds I, I, on cue for you guys to, to put like Jeff said, you know, functionality is is key. And if you're thinking yeah. functionality, you're not thinking of, like flash in the pan, something hype to to move right. some units one time. It's about creating something that will have impact and potentially make a difference on someone's uh, smoking experience.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Um, so you guys have anything else on the docket for 2022, trade shows, new products, anything else you we want to let the people know about?
2: Um, that's kind of what we've got going on. Yeah. We, um, we're really excited to be launching the new products. Um, and then we have some other things that are in the works. Like Jeff said, the 18 millimeter is hopefully coming soon. Um, so that'll be really exciting for both our existing fan base and, um, new consumers who may be hesitant to purchase the products because they don't have that, um, ability to, to swap out between pieces. Um, but yeah, we're super excited. Um, I think the launch is going to be great. I'm super excited for trade shows. Um, hopefully we'll meet more people like you, um, and do some more collaborations.
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, I really, really appreciate you guys hopping on the podcast, chatting up today. Um, and I'm not sure if I'll be a champs. I know we our Respect My Region is almost at most champs. Um, so I'm sure someone will be down there. I don't know if, if uh, I'll be able to sneak off to on another trip here, and <laughs> I think wife's going to have me at home for a couple months. <laughs> well, it only
2: seems fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: I've, I've been on the road a lot lately, a lot lately, so i, I got to pull pull some weight in some other areas. <laughs> But no, super appreciate you guys getting on here, and then I I, I'm, I did not write it down. Can you guys plug your website real quick? I should have wrote that down.
2: Yes, it's www.invincible.com. You can also find us on socials at Invincible Official, Um, and you can always email us if you have any questions at info at invincible.com.
0: Awesome. Well, there you guys have it. This is the North American weed tour podcast, episode 69. Really appreciate Jeff and Gloria from invincible for coming on here and talking about disrupting the, the smoking accessory market. Um, someone just popped in the, in the comments said on it, can't wait to try it. So you might be getting a website visitor right there. Um, but yeah, thank you guys very much. Really appreciate your time and and look forward to these upcoming product
1: launches. Thank you so much. Thank you, a man. Pleasure. All right, you guys have a good one. You as well. You too.